0: Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This is it for us, last podcast of the year. And I'm really thankful that this is still going. I'm really happy for all your guys' support throughout the year. It's been super awesome. And I still feel very blessed to have the support of all of you and all the guests that have come on. It's been a wild year. I've definitely had a ton of bucket list guests, never thought it would happen, but I just had to seize the opportunity and just take it. And I'm really happy that things worked out. I'm happy to have met so many cool people through this podcast, so many cool friendships. It's definitely something that I honestly wish I would have started a long time ago because I sometimes sit and think about wow, like where's this person? I wish I could have had time to talk to them. I want to, I wanted to pick their brain. I wonder um, how things would have been if I wasn't so closed off. And uh, honestly jaded to the fact that I didn't really want to be, be too personal with people in hardcore for a really long time. I just would do my part. I'd listen to the bands, go to shows and I would enjoy myself and leave. I, didn't really care to make friendships. I didn't really care to get to know the people just because I I know, um, it's not all, um, good and fun. So I just wanted to save myself the, the, I I just don't want to get bummed out. I, I just wanted to enjoy it and just didn't want to run into the bad apples because there are terrible people in hardcore, whether we want to believe that or not. And, I just know the real fact and I just wanted to save myself because I didn't want to lose the perspective I had on certain bands because it can be a real turnoff. And I don't even know why I'm going so negative. Uh, we're here at the end of the year. It should be something a little more positive, but um, I said, fuck it. I need to give back. And I tried my hand at this and so far it's been fun. People tune in every week and I really Really appreciate everybody's time, whether you're a guest or a listener. It means the world to me. So the fact that we're here at the end of 2019, I really wanted to have the last guest of the year be somebody special to me. And this person, um, Nate Prashuti, you'll find that out um, if you read the title. Uh, he's been really important to this podcast, behind the scenes, And I'm a huge supporter of his band, Choice To Make, Strength For The Reason, 1240 Records, everything that him and his friends are all doing out there for the SWB. It's really awesome. And I'm really happy that I had him on the podcast the first time. And I just really wanted to kind of get an update on his band, And if you don't know, they recently signed to flat spot records. So shout out to them. They have a new record coming out in the early portion of 2020. So it should be really, really awesome for them. And I hope more kids tune in and support that record, support that record label. They have a really great roster going on right now. And it's just, um, it it just meant a lot for me to have Nate on just because the amount of help he has given me the contacts and just being a great friend as well because he's one of the few people that I actually have made a real friendship with through this podcast. And it means a lot to me. So I wanted to end the year right with Nate Prasciutti. He's a great guy. And I hope you guys check out Choice to Make. If you're going to FYA, make sure to catch their set on the Sunday If not, keep an eye out, Spot Records, they have a new record coming out in early 2020, so I just want to say thank you one more time. This is the last podcast of 2019, Nate Prosciutti, so tune in, strap in, and enjoy this podcast. All right, and we're live welcome back to the podcast nate what's up dude if man I, I don't know how to start this this is just so insane to me because um i, I kind of had a chance to reflect on uh the first time we talked and even before we got in contact i remember uh I had to find your Facebook that I got through um, a mutual friend, and just thinking about hitting up somebody on Facebook seems so foreign these days. Because like the whole time I've done this, I think I've probably messaged like three people on Facebook to try to get them on the podcast. Yeah, which is pretty rare because I, I think it was like yeah you, Mike Score from All Out War, and mm-hmm. the dudes in Bovice out of sh- uh, Chicago
1: yeah I mean, I'm glad you did. <laughs> it was fun,
0: yeah and like back then and even to this day like i'm I'm still a fan of choice to make, and i I, I remember when we finished that conversation and you gave me like a lengthy list of people that I should have on the podcast Um and I definitely took your word for it and I reached out to every person that you recommended and I think all but one came on and I think the one person yeah. that didn't come on was because of like a scheduling conflict. But other than that, like everybody else came on and was super legit and kind of helped grow this podcast because just for them being in bands, um, you know, even now like, have just blown up since like the first time I talked to them. So it's just still such a trip to me how like this whole thing just kind of grew from like that one conversation we had.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm psyched that you hit them all up and I appreciate that you did. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's pretty easy. Like everyone knows someone. So it's pretty easy for things to like grow rapidly. Everyone just wants to put you on to the next person and so on, which is sick.
0: Yeah, and I, I used to uh, I used to feel weird about um, uh, using people's contacts to get people on the podcast. Because for me, I always just kind of felt like, man, I, I want these people who come on to want to come on. I, I don't want them to come on just because they feel like they're doing a favor for a mutual friend, but just, uh, doing this. And, um, you know, honestly, that's how I got like probably 90% of my guess is just like, you know, um, mutuals. Um, it, but I was really surprised people are like actually more than willing to do it. They actually like a lot of people actually come on and have a good time. And, um, it's kind of like a, like a chain reaction like i had you on and it just kind of spider webbed out like super far and then like so there's, yeah. there's there's like i think like three key people behind the scenes who's like put me in contact with certain people and then it just kind of just like exploded
1: That's the, it's probably like regional too you know
0: yeah for sure and um but and me just kind of peeling back the curtain here like i i, I feel like starting with the group of people that you put me in contact with and mm-hmm. it just kind of like put people on notice. I, I just, I feel like I, I was like some random guy and I probably still on some random guy, whatever, but I was just some dude doing a podcast and just based off the people that you gave me, just put like, seriously, like your whole area. Like when I look at the analytics, when those podcasts would go up, like seriously, like that whole area would come out and check out every episode with the people from, uh, you know, SWB. It was just insane.
1: That's cool. That's like that uh, stokes me up to hear that like the local people took interest when someone local was doing something, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you saw a spike in this area when someone from our area was on it. That's very uh, I don't know. It's cool to see that we're supporting one another locally.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I I definitely, even there's people out there that even like reached out to me and told me that they listened and it was like people who I was a fan of and it just like threw me for a loop. I'm like, holy shit, you're listening to my podcast. And they're like, yeah, like, of course, like I'm I'm listening because um, you're having people on from my area. Like, obviously, like I want to know what's going on and stay up to date. So for me, I was just like, dude, this is insane. Yeah, it's real cool but it's been about like a, literally like a, almost like a year and a month since like the last time yeah. we talked. And I, I know there's been like a whole lot of growth for choice to make. You've definitely played some uh, gigs with strength for a reason. Uh-huh. Um, I, I literally don't even know where I should begin
1: wherever you want man <laughs> take a number and we'll go
0: <laughs> okay I um you're still doing jujitsu because i i see you post pictures yeah. every, every now and then can you talk about how that's going
1: i mean it's awesome i just got my blue belt a little while ago and uh i love doing it it's real fun um i go i don't know quite a bit at least like four or five times a week uh it's it's very like – it's weird to say, but it's very like calming for me like doing jiu-jitsu because um, you have to like stay calm during the whole deal. You can't be freaking out. So, But yeah, I got my blue belt and I'm stoked and uh, I don't – <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Talking about it, like I love talking about it, but there's so many things about it that I love talking about that it's hard to pick one but uh yeah i'm loving it and if anyone was ever interested in it they should try it i try to get everyone around here to do it and no one really <laughs> bites but maybe one day
0: okay because that's
1: uh, how i got into it uh jack from strength for a reason got me to bite and i loved it
0: yeah i, I feel like uh <laughs> people should go out and check it out cuz just knowing like even if you're just a white belt just i feel like knowing just the basics of jiu- jiu-jitsu can like help you out a lot cuz like you'd be oh, so surprised sure. like how like just like the regular person doesn't know how to how to defend a choke or even properly apply a choke
1: yeah or just even like being comfortable in an uncomfortable situation is yeah. more so than anything you know what i mean like if you're a white belt and you just hang around for a couple months if for nothing you're going to have to get used to being a little uncomfortable in physical situations and keeping cool so i think that's actually like real sick one of the i think the whole mental aspect of it is more appealing than anything honestly
0: yeah, and like, and people got to realize because I I feel like some people probably feel like that you know there's probably like a lot of like meatheads and stuff in the gym, but it's just like right. that's totally the opposite. I, I like I've never um went to like a jujitsu school or an MMA gym and ran into like good practitioners that are meatheads and dicks. Like right. normally everybody's like really humble and like wants to help and encourage everybody to learn.
1: Yeah, the longer someone's there, like if you have like a meathead guy come in, they're either gonna get it, uh, worked out of them or they're going to quit. You know what I mean? Like they're not gonna stay some sort of aggressive meathead trying to quote unquote win and like hurt people. Um, if they stay around a while, the higher belts will work that out of them or, uh, or, or they'll just get fed up and frustrated and bounce. So it, it works itself out. So that's why, yeah, if you go to a gym, it's going to be made up of people that, like, have been there a while and are chill and know what's going on as appo- opposed to, like, you know, it, unless it's, like, a gym comprised of, like, all white meathead white belts and that's all that you got going on. But, yeah, every everyone I've experienced has been pretty chill. Like I haven't had any bad jockey experiences. And uh like we're gonna go on tour in January and I'm gonna try to like train a little bit like in different spots. So I'm excited to do that. And I'm sure like Nick from Division of Mind and Bent Life, he trains in Richmond and he's real chill and like we talk about it sometimes. So I'm stoked to like train there. And I'm sure it's gonna be like a similar vibe so Back home you know what i mean just like normal people just wanting to train and have a good time
0: yeah and i, I think that's really cool because these days um it's so easy to find like a jujitsu school in any town because they're literally everywhere yeah um it reminds me of a Anthony Bourdain, uh, when he was around, he used to do that. Like when he would uh, be on the road, like filming for shows, he would literally find a jujitsu school in every town, and he would just pop in. And he was like a maniac when it came to jiu- mm. jiu-jitsu. and especially for him being like as old as he was when he got into it. It was just super awesome to yeah. see.
1: Yeah, that's dope. Like, it's real cool. Like, uh, you could take like your jujitsu. You should be able to take your jujitsu anywhere and it should hold up. You know what I mean? Like uh that's what's cool about it. And in school, everyone's got their own little style. Like, go to this school, they kind of work like this angle and you go to this school and they work that angle. Everyone's got like a little different style, but everything holds up on its own, you know? Like so I should be able to go other places and try to have my game hold up in other spots, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I, I know you, you were primarily training in the Gi. Have you dabbled Mm -hmm. with no Gi?
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I'm still primary. Like I train Gi two nights a week and then like no Gi, like I'll do like a 6am and then at open mats, like I try to do like one or two of mats on the weekend. And, um, it, if the person's no-gi, I'll pop the gi top off and go no-gi. But I'm definitely more comfortable than when we last spoke a year ago. No-gi, like a lot more comfortable. Like I can keep my guard and all that stuff. I'm just – the the grips from gi, I've figured out how to translate them to no-gi, if that makes sense. That was like a big issue. When, when you train gi a lot, you get – kind of comfortable with the grips and having things at like a slower pace Mm because you could control a little more and then no gi, it's like wet slippery fast pace but the grips translate you know what i mean and even when we're training gi um tyler the black belt that i train with he always just says like grab the man not the gi like you can't just solely rely on having a gi at all times so (laughs) Even Mm -hmm. training gi, we do a lot of like wrist grips and shit like that. Like just grabbing the person.
0: Okay. And I know, um, you weren't like too big on like watching MMA or anything, but I I feel like since the last time we talked, there's this, um, jujitsu competition that kind of popped up. It was, um,
1: the combat uh, jujitsu.
0: No, not combat. Oh. Combat's cool, but um, there's this other one. It's like a, um, it's like a team battle event. I, I think it's put on by this old MMA fighter Sakuraba. It's called Quintet. I don't know if you've ever heard no. of it. No, no. Um, so I'll I'll give you like the basic rundown. It's pretty awesome. So it's like a, it's a team format, and um, the team as a whole gets a a weight limit so you you can have like you know a bunch of different um people but you just can't go over the weight limit that they give you for the entire team okay and and w- when the teams go head to head um they send out uh one person but the other team doesn't know who they're sending out so you basically pick oh, the first person okay. to go kind in like a, a <laughs> yeah so uh, um, each team picks the, the first person to go in and then they just um uh, you know, uh, have a match, and whoever loses leaves, and winner stays, and it it literally um you just keep going until um one team loses all their members. It, it's pretty awesome. That
1: that does sound sick. I w- I'm definitely gonna have you link me up to check that out.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I'm definitely gonna send you some links to that because um uh for just like straight jujitsu, it's seriously so fun, and just like the um teams of people that they put together, it's just insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. That's cool. That sounds real cool.
0: Okay. And uh, if I remember correctly, did you have like a a back issue when we uh, talked on the podcast last? Mm,
1: I probably had a back issue prior to that, even like I had gotten back surgery in like 2017. So we were probably talking about me coming off of that
0: okay yeah because i i remember i i think you might have been uh off of work or i, I can't remember or maybe you were just yeah uh, yeah okay
1: yeah probably around then i was like
0: off work and but, uh is everything good yeah. now
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm good now for sure um i definitely like i'm mindful more mindful of uh what i'm putting myself into like as far as like compromising my back with like I have to like lift something. I'm definitely conscious of it. But as far as like training and stuff, I kind of like the way like I roll and stuff is uh I try to not design it, but like I play where I won't compromise my back. Like I'll play like a lot of open guard and half guard, right? So I'm not like getting stacked on my neck and stuff. Um but yeah i mean it doesn't hasn't really given me any issues so i'm stoked knock on wood
0: (laughs) and uh, do you like incorporate any like yoga or like you know awesome like stretching before you um do jujitsu
1: uh i should (laughs) i mean i've done that i'll do that dvp yoga a little bit sometimes because it's honestly like sick it's built for professional wrestlers who just like crippled their bodies after decades uh so it it works like when i do it i do feel good but uh as far as like before like class or something i do a little butterfly stretch and like bridges and stuff like that like some yoga poses but i'm not like getting into like some vinyasa shit (laughs) but uh ddp yoga though like for if anyone's listening with knee hip back issues check out DDP yoga. It's like, there's parts where it's like a little, you know, tongue in cheek, corny stuff, but it's legit. Like for your body.
0: Yeah. Like it, it gave uh, the rest, the wrestler Jericho, like another career. Cause he was ready to call it quits. Yeah. And then so
1: that, if you're familiar with that, how his back was screwed up and he, he was like having a bunch of like sciatic issues. Uh huh. That's what I had going on, but I had to get surgery.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: So, but he was like about to and I think it kinda like he found D D P yoga right at the right time to keep it off. But yeah, I saw I saw Jericho was talking about that.
0: Yeah, where did I hear that at? Because like I'm like a super casual fan of wrestling. Like I, yeah. I don't even really know like um like a whole lot of because I, I know like the the indie circuit and like that a AEW is like really popular right now. Right, but um, it's like I yeah I don't even know where I heard that from him. Um, oh I don't even know honestly I I can't, can't even put a finger on it so. Um,
1: well i mean you heard it so it worked out in this conversation yeah
0: i heard it somewhere uh you know i i I, sometimes i get lost because i i I listen to so many podcasts and like they're also like like closely connected and like a lot of the same subject so uh things just get lost because like i I seriously consume so much it's pretty like bad (laughs) but well
1: i mean you're getting information
0: yeah you know i feel like that's the only way that like i because uh, i i'm um, you and I, I listen to podcasts while i'm at work and while i'm driving because um, yeah. i spend a lot of time alone so i feel like this is like the perfect thing for me uh since i just like love talking but I, i'm not really that social i don't know how that makes or like any sense or works but that's just like how i no, am.
1: I, I feel that okay
0: so just listening to to these podcasts, um, I, I just feel like I, I get to be a part of these awesome conversations.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <clears throat> okay, so w- want to talk about a uh, choice to make because you guys this year uh, you guys put out a, 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 it was a it was like a promo tape back in yeah. was it March?
1: Yeah, um, I forget the springtime. You know what? It, it was right before United Blood, I think. Okay. So yeah, that sounds about right. And uh Streets of Hate, Alex and Nicole, they did uh they put it on a cassette for us, which was dope.
0: That's awesome. Do you know what color those tapes were? I think they're black. Okay. I I was just curious cuz I I wasn't sure if you guys did like a special colorway or if you guys just did like normal black or clear.
1: Yeah, I think they're just black. Okay. I still have a couple, but I don't know how many. Not many.
0: Dude, United Blood sounds like it was so long ago.
1: Right? Yeah, it seems like forever ago but it, it was only like, honestly like a couple of months. But United Blood was sick. Got see, oh man. Underdog was so sick. That's like my favorite band. and It was like, uh, Underdog's the type of band where I feel like people either like, don't even care or they're over the top on it. And I'm like, in this area people lo- like in Wilkes-Barre people love underdog and this United Blood, I feel like the shore was there and like New York heads were there and wilkes was there. So it was like everywhere where underdog hits, the people were there. So the set was good. You know, like the energy was good. And I was very happy that it worked out that way. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, like stale or anything.
0: That that always scares me for, like, the older bands when they come back. I, I'm just like, man, I hope they play a good set, like, most important. And then also, I hope kids, like, realize, like, yo, like, this is an older band. This could be the last time you, they come through. Who knows? they just come out and support.
1: Yeah. Like, um, I was watching the video from that set, and uh, there's, like, a spot where it's, like, me foster and tk who plays bass in the choice to make all like next to each other like sing along just coincidentally but it's like foster's like a, a little older than me i'm a little older than tk so it's like the three generations like just like getting in on underdog in richmond it was dope it was dope to see it made me feel feel good
0: yeah, no, it's cool because uh, it just shows that th- this stuff, like, you know, does hold up and it's, it's not like, even though like, I, I it's it, like, you know, I always talk, not talk bad, but I'm just like, all right, let's like focus on current, but also like yeah. you know, definitely pay respects to like what came before us because if that wasn't there, you know, we wouldn't have anything to, uh, like or we would have never been able to get into this. So it's just like, they kind of paved the way for all of this. Right. Right. So
1: blood. that was like the highlight of my United blood.
0: <laughs> okay, man. I, um, so I did this podcast with you and then like you, um, put me in contact with, uh, obviously like a lot of people from your area. And, and I just wanted to say, uh, or talk about how, like I, I met like, uh, some of the dudes, uh, from, uh, one step closer at Santa yeah. Fury. And I was just like, dang, this is awesome. This is like, you know, like the podcast kind of coming to life, like meeting the guests. Cause right. I, like honestly, and this sounds really weird, but like from doing the podcast and just, um, having all like these like guests from all over. Um, it wasn't uh, until the, like this past sound and fury where I actually met people from the podcast, like in person, even like people from like my area, like I just hadn't seen them in a while. Cause it's just the way like shows played out and like where I was, yeah. like it, it just didn't like, um, you know, line up. So it was just kind of weird. Um, that like at that fest, like I just saw so many people from the podcast that I had on.
1: That's uh, it's pretty dope, honestly. Like, uh, to have because you probably interviewed people you know all over and to have them all congregate into one area at the same time um it's a cool concept you know what i mean
0: yeah and i was definitely nervous too because i was just like oh like wh- what if these people are like mean in real life or like or like or what if they pretend? i don't think don't anyone
1: in one step closer could ever be mean
0: <laughs> oh no no yeah no everybody uh everybody was super nice so um uh, not like uh yeah uh, not them in particular but just like you oh, know, know yeah just like there's like that chance because oh
1: uh, yeah for sure you don't know if someone's gonna be a dick in real life or what
0: yeah and that's like it's not even really a fear i'm just kind of like wow like i hope i don't run into those kind of people because i yeah. like to think well, that i every-
1: mean no one wants to deal with dickheads
0: exactly so. and i i just like to think that everybody that comes on here is coming like you know and being themselves and not just like putting on an act
1: yeah yeah for sure i'm definitely put on an act just <laughs> just to let you know
0: okay all right i, I guess we'll have to um I'll, I'll get to see the real you um at fya
1: real big dick hit <laughs>
0: um so you, you briefly mentioned um earlier that you're going on tour mm-hmm. uh, can you talk about how that whole tour came together because i i think it's like three really awesome bands and the fact that you guys are all um touring down to fya i think it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, um, so I think, uh, it just kind of panned out that us and OSC were both going to be playing FYA. So it just made sense to roll down together. And then, um, I'm just going to, like, I think, I think it might have supposed to have been, like, Magnitude and Wildside, and One Step Closer might have been also talking about something. And then, um, it just ended up being one step closer in wildside but uh we we're just going to be in the van either way so it just kind of like all shuffled down to being wildside one step closer and us rolling down and uh yeah i mean it kind of Ryan and uh the kid Shane from wildside were the ones who uh pretty much put it all together so hats off to them um but yeah it it seems to just kind of happen.
0: And, uh, I, I think it's pretty interesting that you guys are starting in Syracuse, which has an awesome scene. Great bands from out there. Um, yeah. and then you guys toured all the way down to Florida you guys do at FYA and then you guys, um, end in um, Amboy, which I think is pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm hyped on that, uh, that Amboy show. I think it'll be sick
0: yeah i wish uh fence cutter was on that show
1: yeah that's a r.i.p fence cutter but they they all got they got a new band in the works so
0: yeah I, I I definitely saw them talking about that but um you guys also have listed um, you guys are having a beach day
1: oh yeah like <laughs> that was like so i mean personally i just wanted to like hit fya and hightail it home like and just like no days off and just hit shows every day okay but i don't i i was as surprised as you were when i saw beach day on the flyer so i can't uh fight it anymore but i guess uh we're gonna i think the plan is after fya just take the four hour change drive across to miami and then like kick it miami for a minute and then uh head up back north work our way
0: back up north that's cool uh i feel like the only time i traveled to florida is for disney world so Uh getting a chance to do something different um is like kind of cool and like scary at the same time because i know when I go to Disney World, like I'm gonna have like a good time. There's like no doubt. But if I go and do something else, I'm just like, ah, oh, like I hope I have a good time because there's a there's obviously like a chance that it's gonna be bad whatever I do. But uh the last trip that I did, I was able to make it out to the point of contact record release show and i was definitely happy that i had a friend uh shout out to trenton um who was down to pick me up and take me to the show um because i was able to get a chance to see um like a real florida hardcore show um and i got to experience what that's like because you know being on the, like uh being on the outside looking in i was always like curious but um yeah. being there in person it was, was actually really awesome like everybody was nice that i talked to um, no issues and i, I saw some you know, some pretty crazy moshing uh, like uh, during point of contacts, like last song, I just saw people like straight up getting like, you know, punched in the face, people getting shoved into the bathroom and everybody was just like having a good time. It was all in good fun. There was no beef, no fights. And oh, I, good. yeah, I, I was really happy about that because I know, know, um you know it was a if it was a different scene you punched the wrong person you know all hell will break loose but there yeah. they understood like what was going on so it, it was just like a really good time i was really happy to see all the bands that played and i was like made me more excited to come back for um for fya yeah
1: i think fya will be uh sick definitely excited have you ever been no no i've never been to a show in florida
0: Okay, so, be a first, first time, time for you, uh, and, and uh, dude, did you see the um, lineup for the pre-show with um, Barrier Dead?
1: Oh yeah, I think it's like free too, isn't
0: it? Yeah, well, I'm like, that's like <laughs> really nice that they're just offering that for free because you look at all those big bands, like they could easily yeah. charge for that.
1: Yeah, that, that's definitely cool. Like, uh, it's cool. It's like they have a whole weekend built. You know what I mean? Very. It's, very uh little something for everybody for sure
0: yeah i'm stoked to see uh death before dishonor i i, I think uh not a lot of people talked about their newest record but i, I thought it was yeah. like super solid and for a band like them to have been doing it for so long and still putting out good music i'm like super stoked to see them because it's been a while since I, I got a chance to see them live
1: yeah i'm trying to think like i feel like strength played with them uh there's like a grip of time where strength is playing with them a lot so i've seen them and they they used to play here all the time like play this area so but yeah i always like checking them out they're always a a good tight live band
0: yeah and honestly i never thought i would see that band suffocate faster so i'm like okay cool like this is uh like um a chance for me to see a band that i haven't seen in a really long time so i'm like pretty Mm -hmm. stoked for that
1: that's dope. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's, like, with a fest like this, it's not, like, built on, like, bands that haven't played in forever. This, I feel like it's more built on what's, like, happening now, and then, like, you get those, like, little, like, treats of, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, like, I haven't seen this band in a minute. Like, get to see this band so i like that
0: a lot yeah and like bob and the whole team do a really good job of um showing you like what's good in like the current generation of hardcore yeah. and also sprinkling in some of like the the older bands which which is nice like um i feel like they could book this fest on the strength of like current generation hardcore just because there's so many good bands right now um but but it's cool that they obviously obviously still bring in some of the older stuff um you know pay some respects and even like bands like integrity i i think are like timeless same thing with mad ball super awesome band still doing it like i think they're just going to go on forever like at this point
1: yeah for real they (laughs) They just don't stop. Can't yeah. stop, won't stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's cool because, like, they're like they've been around for so long. Like, they've been able to just outlast, like, and live through so many different generations of hardcore. It's wild. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, when you write stuff that's like, like Madball sounds like Madball. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's, uh, it's it's own. Deal, you know, and like integrity sounds like integrity. Like with bands like that, like where like there's worship bands of the band, the original band could just keep doing whatever they want, you know, and it, as long as they keep doing their thing, it seems, anyway.
0: Yeah, like I, I remember when I was getting into hardcore people talked about mad ball like you know like you know they were legendary like you know crazy band and i was like uh remember the first time when i was around they came through it was with um down to nothing and um some other band i can't remember It was like yeah it was mad ball down to nothing and i was like this is crazy like finally get to see mad ball but it's just like fast forward to now it's like holy shit they're headlining like fya this is insane yeah
1: yeah they uh Excuse me, Yawning. Yeah, they tour a lot. They play a lot. Put out music. Like they, it's not like they like just play like the same eleven songs from ages ago in the same order every show. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I feel like I have to reach out and try to get somebody from Madball on the podcast.
1: Yeah, that'd be dope.
0: Yeah, I think I'd be nervous.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I, I get nervous before every episode, so that's... Are you nervous right now? We're in the middle of it, so I'm fine, but I there's always, like, this weird, we like... We should be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I, I uh... I always just hope for the best. And I'm just like, for, for some reason, I always just, like, picture things going south, which has never happened out of, Like, what would
1: be going south, like, if you hit me up and, like, we start, and you're just like, yo, how's it going? I'm, like, fucking terrible. Like why the why even bothered me that we're done like is that, <laughs> is that going south
0: i honestly i have no idea i i would just uh i, I literally would have no idea it, it'd probably be something that would be so bad where like i wouldn't um be able to continue the conversation even if i tried <laughs> yeah
1: But yeah. well we're, we're not south so
0: that's no good. no we're far from it um <laughs> I wanted to talk about uh, you guys or you, I, I, I don't know if it was you solely or if you had a team behind you, but you um, put on a, a, a fest back in October uh, still won't break.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like me plus any local I asked to like help the day of, you know, like the lineup literally like just came together pretty easily. Cause it was like, Friends' bands and current bands, and I kind of just like hit everyone up. Like, I'm just trying to do like a bigger all day show that feels like a regular show, and uh, just with all what's happening now, and kind of like, um, would you be down? And everyone's pretty much like, yeah, there's like two that just couldn't swing it, not that they didn't want to do it, and then uh, yeah, I mean, and then I had uh, Matt Wren like act like helping helping like the day of and like keeping shit moving for me, but pretty much like I just kind of got the bands together and then you know got the spot, and that it just kind of worked itself out, honestly, it wasn't like a big headache or anything. um I was happy with how it turned out, and I'm thankful for everyone that helped out and all the bands that played it was very sick. I definitely uh gonna do it again.
0: And that's one thing I was gonna ask you about. it. Is this gonna be an annual thing?
1: I'd like it to be. You know, like I just kind of want the vibe to be, you know, current bands that are doing stuff and you no, know, like not worried about reunions or even just having to be a fest. I just kind of want it to be like a bigger regular show, if that makes sense. You know, like not trying to make it like days or whatever because i don't there's a lot of like legit fests like fya and united blood this is hardcore all that kind of stuff like sound fury um those are like fests this is more just like uh all day show
0: and do did everything run on time did you think the 12 p.m. start time was appropriate
1: yeah, it all ran on time because a lot of the bands were like fast, and so we we were like ahead of time a little bit. So like as the day wore on, I would tell bands to wait like maybe like five minutes and then like start like when their slot started, just because uh, a lot of bands were faster or just you know were newer even, and then if I gave them like fifteen or twenty minutes, they only had like twelve minutes of music, and then you know what I mean. So no, it ran smooth. I was surprised, honestly. <laughs> I built in like emergency time, but didn't have to use it.
0: Okay, and uh, do you remember where I go about what time the final band played? Hmm, I don't know. I
1: feel like I feel like we we're cleaning up by like ten thirty. So probably like nine something.
0: Damn, yeah, that's pretty early.
1: Yeah, it ran pretty quick. Like I had to like quarter to 11. So.
0: Okay. Like I, I, I know like out here and, I, and it grinds my gears sometimes. And maybe I should say sometimes I, I should say like a, a lot of the times shows will get backed up. Uh, or, like they'll just start late. Like,
1: yeah, I think will- that's just everywhere that happens.
0: Yeah. Like I remember one time, like we're all standing around, like I remember I I, uh, like left Disneyland early, like whatever, um, big deal. Right. Um, left Disneyland early to get to the show on time. And then I found myself standing in the parking lot because one band thought that this other band was going to bring all the stuff to backline the show, but they thought it was this other band. So they had no equipment (laughs) and then they had to bring in Uh, equipment
1: we did a weekend with uh, Combustion Outsider and uh, at the Baltimore show, <laughs> they're like, "All right, let's set up the drums." Like Che uh, was doing the show, and everyone's looking at everyone else like, "We don't have drums." So <laughs> it was like everyone had a call like some like local people like bring some drums to the show. It was it was it was like stressful for a second, but it got worked out
0: that's so funny
1: it, it, it's that when you say like <laughs> everyone thought someone else was bringing something that that like popped right in my head that was too funny
0: yeah so, so but like yeah literally i like found myself like like we were all like it was like two hours later and then just like the yeah. show's just starting and you're like holy shit it's 9 p.m the show's starting i have to work at 3 a.m like why am i still here uh, yeah
1: that was like definitely the vibe of that show
0: that's crazy <laughs> Um, how was that run by the way with outsider and combust
1: it was fun like uh i love all those dudes and all those bands so we just kicked it played some music and i would gladly go on the road with either of those bands at any time all those guys are fantastic
0: i I still can't get over that uh flyer for the um hold on I'm, i'm looking at it right now for the show in um perth amboy it was that chain um
1: wait the one on for which show?
0: The combust choice to make an outsider m- misconduct and bare notion. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: it was like the yeah the, the gold chain thing. Yeah, I don't know who made that, but that was a good one. I yeah. like that.
0: Somebody find out who made it. I want to talk talk to that person. I think it's like one of the coolest flyers I've seen like all year.
1: I'll have to uh, ask Jason. Okay. Let's see uh, who made it because he booked it.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I would like to know because I I want to give that person some credit because I I seriously look at that flyer I'm like dude this is so sick.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. It worked
0: out. Yeah. That was a good show. But um, even all the fires, like uh, you guys have been putting out recently, like there's the one that just came out. Um, um, why can't I think of it? Because, uh, like, who does all the, uh, who, who did you guys' tour fire? I forget. Um, Caleb. Yeah, um, Caleb. He kills it yeah, with like all the shit. Stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll, hold on. Let me go to his Instagram because he always does like cool stuff.
1: Yeah, he uh he's like a, one of the go to's like him and Pete for like flyers and stuff.
0: Yeah, okay. That uh strength of reason and downfall oh, flyer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just the colors and uh it was so cool.
1: Yeah, that was uh that was a cool one. I like <laughs> TK just hit him up and was like, Caleb, can you whip me up a flyer? <laughs> and he's like, Okay. And then that like just like came out pretty quickly
0: so uh, you guys um, have a new venue called the hive and yeah uh, and on all the flyers um, it says ask for an address so is it like a low like a low-key spot or
1: um kind of sort of like uh it's low-key in the sense that we don't want it to get shut down but uh high-key enough in the sense that we'll have actual shows there so and ride it out until someone says otherwise it's kind of like uh maybe like the vibe of like the warehouse in richmond okay you know what i mean it's not like a house show but it's not like a straight up venue either
0: and did you guys um recently uh paint the walls or put some artwork on there
1: yeah like people have come through and like uh you know made the spot look a little more less like a slaughterhouse warehouse type deal and more like a normal place (laughs) with like some art and color on the walls
0: i I thought i saw a picture and i I honestly can't remember where because did somebody like paint like a bee on on the wall or is that something that i just made up
1: yeah i think there's bees on the wall like uh the one wall went through some changes but i think there's some bees on the one wall now
0: okay yeah because i'm trying to remember where i saw that at but i can't remember
1: Trying some picture video I, like uh i think i know what you're talking about yeah there's i think there's some bees and a hive and stuff like that okay to go with the theme
0: um want to go back real quick to um yeah uh you're st- uh, still won't break i obviously like the name and the uh, swb has like a different meaning as well right yeah which i think was cool yeah
1: that was pretty much an act uh not an acronym but you know what i mean like a uh, breakdown of the initials
0: and was it important for you to use those letters for uh still won't break uh, still won't break
1: oh yeah for sure because like it's uh i also in addition to like just wanting to do a show like current bands i wanted to do like a bigger show. Here, because we used to have Posy Fest, and uh, that was a real, you know, uh, highlight for the area. So we have bands that are gaining momentum. We have bands that want to come through and play the area. So it kind of made sense to try to have a show that does both, you know, because all the locals were on it, and um, and it was like. People want to come back to the area and see shows, which is cool. So, yeah, it was important to have the SWB initials worked in.
0: And uh, do you know who used to book that Posse Fest?
1: Uh, this dude, Bob Mack, used to book them.
0: Do you know where he's at today?
1: Yeah, he, like, owns a head shop in wilkes
0: do you guys ever just go and oh. talk to him? I, I feel like I, I, if I was like a younger kid and I knew that, like I would be like, all right, want to go talk to this guy and see what he remembers. Uh,
1: I mean, some people do, you know, like I think when they happen into him or whatever. But uh, I mean, you don't like really come to shows much, so you don't unless you go to his shop or run into him like somewhere else to pick his brain you'd have to probably like talk to him on like a regular basis. If you were a younger person somehow, like non-show wise.
0: And uh, Posse Fest, uh, how many years did, did that go on for? Cause it was like 2004 Was there was a mm. 2005.
1: Yeah. I want to say uh, I have done it for five. I don't know if the first one was 2000 or
0: 2001.
1: I'm not exactly sure. Cause I was like, young then even so uh but it went to 2005 so okay anywhere from five to six of them happened i'd say
0: that's so crazy yeah because i i remember uh watching those videos online and thinking like wow wouldn't it like insane like lineup just for like just like that style of hardcore and just getting all those bands in one place at that time was just so like awesome yeah just like looking back at those flyers, just like it's just like would have been so cool to be there at, at that time,
1: yeah. And it, it like definitely grew to like the end, like being like super legit, you know. I only made it to 04 and 05, so I was still like, I don't know, maybe like 14 or 15 or 15 or 16, I forget, but yeah, like uh, I feel like it if it kept going, it would have gotten better and better. But I don't know. Some things don't keep going. So, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. You got to start something new. SWB. Yeah. Start
1: something new. There, <laughs> there it is.
0: Yeah. See, the guy, you know, fell back. Now he has his own shop. Um, it was up for grabs. Somebody to do something cool in Wilkes Bear. And now you're the guy and you got to keep it going.
1: Yeah. I mean,. I don't want to be like the guy. (laughs) I want it. I want it to be like every Everyone's the guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like we
1: like with the new spot, it's dope because it's like kind of like a collective. So I book some shows. TK books. Dan from Warren. Ryan from One Step Closer. uh, Dana Takis books some shows there and it's all different stuff. So everyone's kind of like stepping up right now, which is dope.
0: I'm having the worst memory today. <laughs> this has never happened, but I, and I, this is like the fourth time that I've said this. I can't remember where I saw it, but I just saw that new flyer for The Hive. Um, it's at a Dolphin Hotel show that's going on.
1: That's tonight, I think.
0: Is this with like that band DMT, which I think is like really interesting. I've never listened to him. I just like the name.
1: Yeah, uh, that's uh, this kid, Dana, from uh, West Point and United Youth.
0: Where the hell did I see that flyer?
1: See the, Probably today in my story.
0: <laughs> okay. I was like, all right, now I'm going to go back to your story and find it. Cause uh, who, who's headlining that?
1: I think web wing.
0: Oh, web wing. Um, uh, what a great band, uh, which I, I feel like a lot of people, um, that I follow aren't really talking about that band, but I think they're pr- honestly
1: p- like, I'm awesome. not familiar with like really any of the bands that are playing tonight. It's more like a, a rock thing. So, uh, yeah it's just outside my wheelhouse but i'll definitely like roll through and make sure everything's like going smooth at the spot so nothing gets shut down
0: i definitely love that um van dolphin hotel oh yeah yeah super awesome i was put onto them uh i can't remember how i got put into them but i remember i saw the guitar player when i was like in line um at sand and fury he was like walking by like um to get to the end of the line and i, I just like i was like dolphin hotel and he kind of like looked like super surprised like some random guy in california chatting on his band
1: like what like hootie from hootie and the blowfish experiences on a daily basis it's
0: like yeah. hootie <laughs> i was just like um i was just so excited because i was like oh shit like i didn't even think like he was gonna be like in town so i was just like whatever i was like i'm, I'm a fan i don't care I, I i'm still a fan whatever um people can make fun of me but it's all good i i just think that band's awesome
1: yeah i'll have to uh check them out
0: yeah hit up the band camp i think they're on spotify but i i think they're super cool all
1: right i'll definitely check it out
0: yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of where I saw that because it was seriously bothering me that I could not remember. Like <laughs> normally I have like a pretty good memory, but today I'm just, I guess I'm having an off day.
1: Well, I don't know how to help you there.
0: <laughs> it's all right. Um,
1: I have a terrible memory, so I, I'm with you on that one. I can't remember anything.
0: Okay. So I don't know why. Um, last thing about um still won't break. I watched your live set, and I feel like f- for like the majority of like your live sets you normally perform with your shirt off, so I was really yeah. surprised to see you with your shirt on during your set at still won't break. did you keep it on yeah. for a special reason or
1: uh kinda <laughs> I'm just like in the middle of getting like my torso tattooed, so like it's kind of like in like a a weird looking spot of like some of the background was done some isn't so i just kept it on uh and plus i wanted to like you know rep dark medicine for my boy matt Ren. so yeah i just it was easier just keep it on okay but uh <laughs> fya i'll be popping it off it'll be too hot to not
0: <laughs> but has there been progress on that torso
1: yeah so i'll, I'll be at a point where it's still like half and half but uh it'll be more of a uh, a better stopping point visually
0: okay i remember when i was getting my torso done i literally did like outline shading like back to back and i did i I just didn't finish it for the longest time because it hurt so bad and just the thought of the thought of going back and just putting myself through like that Pain again. I was just like, I, I don't want to do it. But then over time, I slowly grew to hate looking at myself with my shirt off, just because I had this giant, like, unfinished tattoo. So I was yeah. like, I was like, all right. I was like, I, I just gotta suck it up. It's gonna suck a lot, but it's gonna be worth it in the end. And I obviously started it for a reason. I, I didn't want to get a unfinished tattoo, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back and finish it now. Yeah. When I take my shirt off, I don't hate myself anymore.
1: <laughs> that's good dude i hate getting tattooed but i mean it sucks too and it doesn't suck it's awesome. but like uh my girlfriend Kristen, she does the tattoos for me so i'm in a situation where i could just like be like i've had i've had enough whether it's like for like 10 hours or two minutes like if i'm just not feeling it i'm just like i'm done i'm done i i can't do this today which sucks because if maybe if it was like a stranger or something not a stranger, but even just like, I don't know, someone else where I, I I'm locked in, like and I have to just eat it, I'd probably get done quicker rather than be a little baby about it, but I mean, whatever, I'll be a little baby about it and take my time. My body's not going anywhere, so just keep chipping away at it. actually. Yeah. Once I get off the phone with you, I'm going <laughs> to work on it a little more.
0: Oh, that doesn't sound that fun. No, nah. but, but what are you going to do? You're, uh, talked about your, your girlfriend and she tattoos a native straight tattoo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, her own private spot just by appointment. And, uh, it's real chill in 44 Pennsylvania. So check it out. Native Stray Tattoo, Kristen Emmett.
0: And is everything going well there? Cause I know the, you guys, um, it was coming up on a year um, since she's been there.
1: Yeah. You're in February and, uh, yeah, things are going very well. Can't complain
0: for that, sure. That's awesome. I, I, I still can't get over that video. Um, I, I, <laughs> and here we go again. I can't remember, but you posted it. Um, either on your story or Instagram. And it was like, uh, I think you're in the new spot and like something like fell on her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We put up like this, like curtain partition with like a wire system from Ikea. Yeah. And I just put it up and I'm like, all right, check it out, test it out. And I just happened to be like filming her just like to have like some sort of like memory from setting up the shop. And she's like drawing the curtain and like the, the one screw must've come undone and the wire just like went slack and the whole curtain just like dropped. Like it wasn't planned or anything, but it was just funny.
0: Yeah, it was definitely good timing on your part because, yeah, I I remember seeing that video and just thinking it was like the funniest thing.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, well, we're here at the end of the year, and I know Choice to Make has some awesome plans uh, for the new year. Um, Obviously, you guys are touring down to fya but you guys are doing a matinee show on new year's day which i think is oh yeah awesome because matinee shows in my opinion are so cool because um yeah you have to get there like a little earlier but whatever like the show ends and you still have like the whole day to do stuff which i think is so cool
1: yeah i think that one will be an exception to the rule because it's like just like so stacked but uh i'm with you on matinee shows like a four band matinee shows banger but uh, i'm i'm hyped for that new year's day show props to uh, ron lucas um i think tom Dom might even had some shit there was it's like a group of them that mm-hmm. like set it all up um and we're like truly excited to be on it
0: yeah i'm I'm stoked to see you guys on that lineup it's super cool lineup it's cool to see trail of lies on a flyer because i feel like they've kind of um been taking like a little break they haven't really done too much as of late so seeing them yeah. on the flyer again is awesome and uh, you know seeing you guys on the same bill as a face wreck which i think is like a great band
1: yeah yeah we played with face wreck in uh october at swb and it was good they're uh they real tight live we played with the metal El tuna too in the summer okay
0: and yeah and also bands like restraining order super awesome shout out keith freeman and all those. that, guys. that
1: record is so
0: sick dude I, I like good record but like it, it just like st- like i still get surprised at like seeing like how many people like talk about that record because like you know something will come out people will hype it up but the fact that people are still talking about it and like i I'm even hearing about that record in places that like I would never even thought like on other podcasts, like I'm like freaking out hearing them talking about, and this is like, not even like a hardcore related podcast. This is like a, like, um, this guy who he he used to be in hardcore, but now he does like, um, a bunch of like rap stuff. So I'm listening to his like and watching his like podcast and like hearing them talking about like triple B and restraining orders. Just like, it was insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're uh, they're gonna play here February twenty second with uh, Rule Them All, so that'll be a cool one.
0: Oh, is that announced? Is there a flyer somewhere?
1: Uh, there's not a flyer because we're still working on the lineup, but like it's on like uh, I guess like a calendar flyer for the spot. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, it's for
1: just, sure. Just like Swingor to Rule Them All TBA, but it'll Dude. be announced probably in January sometime.
0: Dude. Rule them all. Another sick band. Like that record that they yeah. just put out on Friday, um, yesterday, yeah. so good.
1: Flat spot doing it.
0: Yeah, and like I, I even uh I had the singer John on the podcast. I was even talking to him yesterday. I was just like, dude, like you guys got something special here like with this band. Just the sound that they like you know crafted and just like everything just about that band i think is just special so i'm just happy that like we're here we get to experience this in like real time so it's just like i'm I'm trying to tell everybody about that band like go listen to the new rule them all record super sick don't sleep on that band
1: definitely very Um. sick
0: yeah, so Matinee Show, which is cool. You guys are going back up to Syracuse because, uh, or wait, not not Syracuse. Uh, is it Syracuse?
1: Yeah, it's in Syracuse.
0: Okay, so that's the first. Yeah, okay. All right, I just had to make sure. I feel like I got my my dates mixed up. I'm thinking about all these other shows.
1: Yeah, um, that's the first one.
0: Yeah, and that uh, show you guys have on the ninth with, um, crust. That, oh
1: yeah, yeah. That's gonna be That'll a sick be a show.
0: Yeah, because I, I feel like Crest is like that band. Obviously, like um some of the members are busy with other stuff, but um whenever they get a chance to play, I, I feel like it's pretty cool. Definitely like their scene. Yeah.
1: And it's in Jersey, so it will be a good time.
0: Yeah, I feel like kids are gonna go off, off obviously like hometown dudes.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So after the ninth, you guys don't really have like a whole lot um scheduled. Um Do you guys have, like, bigger plans for 2020?
1: Um, well, we're going to have a record coming out, like an EP. So, yeah, we're probably going to play on that a decent amount, like, weekends and really whenever we could play, whatever ends up happening. We're talking to, like, some other bands about doing some dates. So, we're going to try to keep it moving and push the new EP.
0: And any of the songs from the promo gonna make it onto the ep
1: no nah, the ep's just uh six new tracks
0: okay it's and it'll
1: be out on a uh, flat spot
0: oh flat spot is is that official
1: uh i guess official enough that we're gonna like make a shirt when we're going down fya that says flat <laughs> spot on it but okay. i think like th- like uh i think this month like though it's gonna be like the official announcement, but yeah, it's going to be a flat spot release.
0: Okay. I, I just wasn't sure if that was like public knowledge. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to talk about that on air.
1: I guess it's public now.
0: Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to come out. So whenever that may be, it may um, be prior or after.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a, a time skip um, because uh, this is going to come out uh, probably uh, in a couple weeks.
1: Okay. So then probably by then, yeah, we'll, we'll play it like, yeah, definitely it's officially announced
0: (laughs) choice to make flat spot records,
1: flat spot records,
0: vicious existence,
1: get the EP. (laughs) There might even be a song streaming by now. So go (laughs) go listen to that.
0: Okay. So um, if, and when this comes out in the future and there's new stuff, hit pause, go stream the new stuff, pre-order the record, buy the t-shirt, do everything to support thank you uh <laughs>
1: that'd be sick
0: that's cool I, I i i think yeah it's like a good signing for you guys I, I feel like they have like a really strong roster of bands over there at flat spot
1: yeah they're doing uh they're doing a lot and it's all like uh it's a little something for everyone you know what i mean yeah as far I, as like the bands
0: yeah and rule them all like we just talked about outsider um yeah. who's el- who else is there uh
1: uh, I feel like that Hands of God.
0: Oh, yeah. Shout out to Northern California. Hands of God. Super heavy. Um, uh,
1: world Demise.
0: Oh, Adrenaline.
1: Adrenaline. Yeah, definitely dude, Adrenaline.
0: Su- such a sick band. Uh,
1: blind but, Justice. Uh, the last record was like last spot in Edgewood.
0: Dude, every time I see Mike Body in person I, I, I want to scream Blind Justice and talk to him, but I always get like scared so I never say anything to him.
1: Might like come over and thai your ass, man. <laughs> Can't be on it, Mike Body. I know. Man, like, I love my, <laughs> that, that. That Mike Body's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, I, I a, saw a him dude. Uh, when uh, Regulate came through a, a c- couple weeks ago. It was like okay. my, Mind Force Regulate, and I was just, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking That's about cool. Blind Justice.
1: Yeah, I love that band for sure.
0: Okay, um, is there anything going on with twelve uh, forty? records uh
1: not right now no i still got a uh, choice to make some choice to make demos on vinyl and i got Warren not your game on vinyl warren just put out a cassette with pop wig that's sick. so get the pop wig cassette and get the not your game
0: seven inch <laughs> hell yeah oh, hit up the you guys have a big cartel if i remember correctly
1: yeah it's a limited or, run
0: limited run excuse me yeah But
1: Uh yeah, um, no real plans. Like I'll probably maybe like do a cassette or something. It's just kind of like, I'm real busy with choice to make right now. So it's going to take a little bit, like, uh, not, not a little bit, but if things align up, I'll do something, but I'm not super, uh, I guess, uh, needing to do something right now with 1240 just cause I still have like, uh, the other two releases and other stuff going on.
0: Yeah. And you definitely have a full plate and you gotta look forward to SWB number two or is it volume two? I'm not sure.
1: Volume two. Yeah. I, I like that. Vo- that That's like Pete, uh, put that on the flyer volume one. And I was like, Oh, that's nice. I like that.
0: So yeah. I gotta
1: stick with that shit.
0: Gives it a nice little unique touch.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Trying to think, what else?
1: Yeah, uh I'm kind of like, like I have an idea of what I want to do for the next SWB, but we'll see what what comes of it.
0: Well, my dream, even though like the first time I'm gonna see Choice to Make, which I'm really excited for, is gonna be at FYA. I'm, you know, still hoping at some point you guys can make it out to the West Coast.
1: That'd be hype! Like, uh that'd be real cool to get out there we're we're down so um hopefully it'd be dope to have it happen like later in the year when it's cold as hell here and we could go somewhere warm again
0: yeah escape the snow come enjoy the california weather because i'm sure our cold is nowhere near as cold like for you guys i'm sure it'll be
1: like super chill (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's cold here it's just uh the weather's just turning pretty cold recently so getting to a warm area will be nice
0: and for fya do you have to deal with a lot of snow
1: uh sometimes yeah for sure like honestly like past few winters like it's just kind of like slushy and then like once march comes like there's like some weird like snowstorm that'll like drop like 12 inches or something
0: Damn. And does that like, has it ever caused you to like miss work or you ever got like snowed in or anything crazy like that?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, when me and my girlfriend Kristen started dating like 10 years ago, <laughs> I was at her house one weekend and it snowed and I pretty much didn't leave for nine months. <laughs> it just like snowed real good one weekend and I stayed there for a few days and essentially just ended up moving in
0: wow so that that snowstorm changed your life
1: i guess so for the that, better or worse <laughs>
0: <laughs> um and uh, is it's okay if you don't want to get too personal but like um where were you living before that snowstorm
1: uh so we just like lived like a few towns away from each other so like it was like a 15 minute drive i guess so It's like past, like for me to like rattle off like these small town names, no one would know. But like, we'll say 15 minutes north of Scranton. And then she was like 15 minutes north of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. um, Yeah. Okay. That's that's where we were.
0: That's crazy. So just in the middle of the the snowstorm, you're like, oh, this is nice. I guess I could uh, do this full time.
1: (laughs) I mean, it just kind of worked out that like we live an annoying amount like it wasn't far it wasn't far enough to like always be there but like it was far enough like if it was like to go back and forth was like a little bit of an annoyance that it was just like i don't know just stayed there sure. like I, I like at that time like it was just like my like dad and my brother like living at our apartment and it was just kind of like animal house style so it, it was like whatever i was just staying wherever
0: okay that um reminds me of this time and this is like i, I like moved to orange county i was you know still kind of young just ready to enjoy life and i met this girl at disneyland um it's uh, where i normally meet all the, all the girls that i like and <laughs> Um, met her and hit it off like we like you know talked whatever and then come to find out she lived like with her parents like two minutes down the road and like oh, um, yeah. yeah so it, it was crazy and I, uh, she like slowly like moved in because it was like this whole like weird situation like my room like our lease was up and like i wanted to stay my roommates wanted to leave so i'm like all right <laughs> have a good time finding a new place to live like i'm staying here and it just so happens like um like m- m- the girlfriend at the time she was just like slowly moved in and by the time like the lease was up she was like oh like you want me just to move in and help pay for rent i was like sure and like that helps me out and like i, I did not want to leave it- this like place anyways yeah well yeah. It was...
1: Usually, sometimes the stars align.
0: yeah sometimes
1: or a snowstorm happens <laughs> i don't
0: know the yeah align. that's so <laughs> that, that that's pretty funny. I don't even know how like I would handle a snowstorm cuz I've never been anything like that cuz um, obviously like where I'm at like it snows on the mountaintops but like it doesn't yeah. reach us at the bottom.
1: Well, next time we're going to have a snowstorm, you should bo- I'll let you know. You can book a flight. It could get canceled like in like Chicago somewhere and you'll have to go back. <laughs> and you won't get to see the snowstorm, but I'll invite you.
0: All right, and invite me all uh, uh, you know, something I've always wanted to do is um, uh go experience like uh you know your your guys's area go to a show um and go to uh, is it jerry's pizza oh
1: yeah jerry's Ooh, yeah <laughs> my mouth <laughs> <walked>. <laughs> you got me <laughs> fucked up right now
0: <laughs> yeah go to jerry's um is the review mural still up uh yeah yeah it's still there how long is that going to be there? Because I, I feel like it's going to get taken down one day and I'm just never going to get to take a picture in front of it.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's been there for a long ass time. Maybe when they knocked the building down.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I, I got to um uh, do a trip. Uh, yeah. At, at, at some point, uh, and I, I'm probably speaking too soon, but I'm, uh, and I. I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like um, people watched the, the episode 100 I did with um, Jeremy from fury and uh, got, got like a lot of questions if I was going to be doing like more video stuff. Um, and I, I said, yeah, I, I, I tell everybody I, I plan on doing more video stuff, but it's just like, it's going to be like, you know, really far in between because right. Just trying to, um, have my schedule align with um steven from 197 media who i had shoot with me is just a little hard so we have to plan things out like really far in advance like yeah. we ha- we have like our next like video thing planned i'll tell you about that off air but nope. but my dream is to like uh go to like another scene and do like um like a interview with like somebody from the scene and just kind of you know check it out that'd be sick so maybe, well this is me pitching the idea, me Steven197, I'm sure he'll be down, we just have to find the time we fly out to Wilkes-Barre for a weekend hang out with you, go to Jerry's Pizza and hit a gig oh for
1: sure man, fuck it come on out, you can (laughs) stay with me it'd be fine Um, we'll go to the Hive and have everyone there it'll be a big (laughs) thing Uh,
0: okay, okay, maybe we can make this work Hell yeah. That'd be All dope. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Nate, this has been an awesome time. Like you and I, like we, we text, so like it's not like we haven't talked, but I, I'm just I'm yeah. happy to um, bring you back on the podcast and um, end the year um, with you as my last guest. So I'm just stoked that we we're able to do this and um, definitely means a lot to me because um, I, I think I've told you before, maybe I haven't, but the, help that you've given me behind the scenes has helped me out like tremendously. And I don't know if you understand like how much that help has grown this podcast. So I just want to thank you on air and let you know that, um, I appreciate you and you just taking a chance and opening up your contacts to me and I'm wanting to help this grow. So I I just want to say thank you. It just means so much to me.
1: Thank you for thanking. I I don't know. Like, uh, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was any sort of risk or anything, just trying to rising tides, raise all ships, you know what I mean? So if I could help, I'm always glad to. And, uh, I was appreciative that you even wanted to talk to me. So that was very cool. And, uh, I think the whole thing you're doing is very cool. So thank you.
0: All right. I'm um, before we sign off, is there anything you want to shout out or plug?
1: Um, Sure. <laughs> come to the Hive in Wilkesbury first show uh props to warn one step closer strength for reason ripped away choice to make um we're gonna have a new record coming out vicious, vicious existence on flat spot so check that out It would be greatly appreciated and we're gonna try to play your town so come come check us out when we do that and props to you for doing this prop podcast and props to Matt Rent for helping me with SWB.
0: All right. Well, there you guys have it. This is the last podcast of the year of the decade, big deal. I- Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. I appreciate for Like all you guys um, sticking with me through this journey. It's been awesome. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Dreamer K podcast. Always on top.